No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Hey, everyone. Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Did you know that music can accelerate child brain development and strengthen intellectual, emotional, and motor skills, as well as overall literacy? What? That's crazy. That's Something as simple as music can do that for a kid. Bringing music into the classroom can help kids explore the mind-body connection and become comfortable with self-expression. Sadly, many children's music programs are lacking in the resources they need to let kids explore this creative space. 
That's why Osiris and No Simple Road are happy to partner with the Mockingbird Foundation. Founded in 1996, the Mockingbird Foundation is a volunteer-run nonprofit organization dedicated to improving access to music education for America's youth. Each year, the foundation awards grants to dozens of music education programs and funds those grants through a combination of fundraising, publishing, and the curation of Fish.net, one of the earliest internet fan communities. Wow. Pretty cool. Mockingbird is entirely volunteer. This is the coolest part. With no staff, no salaries, and no office. So every dollar really does make a difference in providing children's music programs with the staffing, instruments, and support they need. The foundation gives over $100,000 to $150,000 every year in grants. Crazy. The way they get that money is through donations, you guys. So to donate or to learn more, visit mbird.org. That's mbird.org. And check it out. Partner with Osiris and No Simple Road in helping kids get access to the music that will change their lives. Sweet. Simple Road is going to Skull Skull and Roses. Roses. Yeah. You guys? April 2nd through the 5th in Ventura, California, No Simple Road will be joining all of the home run hitting musicians at Skull and Roses. At the Ventura County Raceway, we're going to be seeing Billy and the Kids, O'Teal and Friends, Circles Around the Sun, Voodoo Dead, Grateful Shred. Jerry's middle finger. Um, the ass bites. Big Steve and the ass bites. I just know that name. I will never forget it. <laughs> if you go to skullandroses.com, you can get tickets there or you can get them at nosimpleroad.com. And, and until this is coming out on Monday evening, until Wednesday evening, you have a chance to win two. Not only GA passes, but GA plus passes, which will give you um, access to um, okay, complimentary bottled water, air-conditioned restrooms, access to private cash bars, full-service bars, opportunity to attend an intimate performance with musicians and interviews and more, um, pit access and VIP viewing for all live performances, and complimentary access to the Thursday night kickoff party. So the way that you can get those chance to win those passes is go to at No Simple Road on Instagram. Find the ticket giveaway post and follow the instructions. And we will, well, Darwin will be picking yep. a winner on Wednesday evening. We're going to still have to figure out the logistics of that. Yeah, well, I got I got you. Okay. I got a handle. You got it? All yeah, right. Gonna, we're going to, you'll yeah, see. Got it. You guys right. will see on Instagram Live. Stay stay tuned to Instagram Live on Wednesday evening. And we're going to have a Darwin picking winners party. And in the meantime, head on over to Skull and Roses and uh, on Instagram and you can click the link and buy tickets there. You can go to our Instagram or our website, nosimpleroad.com click the link and buy tickets there and meet us No Simple Road at the Jubilee Jubilee. and wear your freaking flowers in your hair and let's do it. Rings on your fingers. Bells on your shoes. No Simple Road is part of Osiris Media Mail. That's freaking rad. You know, it's really cool to be part of something that is making positive waves in the music community out there. And they are making their own road. 
one would say it's not simple. It's not simple. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of podcasts on the Osiris Network. One of the newest ones is called Freak Flag Flying, and that is a conversation between David Crosby and Steve Silverman. And then we have... Politics of Truth. Mm-hmm. 36 from the Vault. After Midnight, Fish's Big Cypress Festival. Still Chasing, Under, under the, the Scales. Jam Just Happened. Inside... The Musician's Brain, Helping Friendly Podcast, The Road to Now, No Simple Road is on here, the Jam, Jam Base, Base Podcast, Podcast, Let Creativity Flow, Touchdowns All Day, I mean, Amigos. We, we could keep going on and on, Fear of a Craft Beer Planet, Beyond the Pond, there's a lot of podcasts on the Osiris Podcast media thing happening out there, you guys, go check it out, OsirisPod.com. No Simple Road is proud to be sponsored by Shop, Shop Tour Bus. Bus. Yay! It's weird with just two of us. It is just weird. We're missing, <laughs> we're missing the falsetto tenor of Apple. Yeah, and Ryder. They are both... Oh, Apple's feeling under the weather. And Ryder is in Seattle visiting Blaze. But right now, we are bringing to you the news of Shop Tour Bus and how rad they are. They have all of your Grateful Dead-inspired merchandise that is not exactly what you would think of when you see Grateful Dead stuff. It's not a bunch of bolts and skeletons. It is thoughtfully and carefully crafted designs that remind you of your favorite lyric of these Grateful Dead songs. And uh, they also have stickers. They have sweatshirts. They even have baby t-shirts. And this stuff isn't going to come to you in a bag. It's going to come to you in a hand-designed box with a Grateful Dead lyric on the inside. It's going to be lovingly and intentionally packaged. It is lovingly packaged. Right? Very much so. For real. And it's going to have a bootleg in there. So if you're into the Grateful Dead, which I think mm, quite a few of you probably are out there, this is where you should go get yourself a nice new t-shirt or a hoodie or something for your baby or a sticker for Yeah, and it's well made. So you'll put it on and you'll feel the difference right away. Yeah. So if you say at checkout... No Simple Road, type those letters in, No Simple Road, you will get free Free shipping. shipping. Free shipping will come. That box will come with your cute merchandise in it, thoughtfully and lovingly crafted to your door with a special message if you would like. So go to at ShopTourBus on Instagram or ShopTourBus.com online and get more more than than you you bargain for. More than you bargain for. The candles are always brightest in the darkest light. Define Premium Cannabis is providing the Portland area with the absolute utmost of the finest cannabis products in the nation. I can say that with confidence because Apple brings it home every week and we try it out. Well, uh, you're right. Uh, I am. And because you guys are part of the No Simple Road family, if you go to the location in Hillsboro or the one in Forest Grove... And you, mention that you listen to No Simple Road, you're gonna get, you are going to get a free t-shirt. And, and 10% off. There you go. Mm-hmm. So you can go in there and you can get the new sips that are out. You can get the Go Fudge Yourself chocolates, the Crop Circle chocolates. They even have cannabis that is crafted by a NASA engineer in a level nine clean room. There is nothing like this that I've ever heard of. Yeah. This is some seriously spaced out cannabis. It's highly curated, thoughtfully made, and very effective. <laughs> <laughs> seriously, stupidly did, effective. Which one did you smoke the other day? The duct, was it duct tape? 
Oh gosh, I, you know, or memory I, loss. I, I, I love. The I names. can't even remember, so it might have been memory <laughs> loss. <laughs> but the the cannabis just keeps getting better. The products are getting better. Um, the cultivators are competing with each other, mm-hmm. so they're making better products, cleaner products, more effective products. They're messing with the strains and figuring out new things. I mean, there's a lot going on and. Define Premium Cannabis is up to date in all of the cannabis world. And like I said, two locations here in the Portland area, one in Hillsboro, one in Forest Grove. Go out to Hillsboro during the week. Visit Apple. Tell them you listen to No Simple Road. You're going to get 10% off your purchase and a free t-shirt and take care of your head. That's right. Of your head. No Simple Road. No Simple Road. No simple rub. No simple rub. Hey, what's up? This is Mike Fenoya, host of Amigos Podcast here on the Osiris Network. What is Amigos Podcast? Well, I am a stand-up comedian, writer for True TV's Impractical Jokers, and a music freak. So I invite my pals to come talk music, comedy, and everything in between. So uh, if you want to come hang, we'd love to have you. Thank you. You don't look ready. Some issues with my eyes lately. What's going on over there? They're dry. You know how my eyes get. I've had you guys, and I know you don't want to hear this, but like in my life, I've had some weird shit happen to my pinkies and my <laughs> eyes. Hey, now, no simple road family. <laughs> well, well, welcome back to. Uh, I guess that's a good way to start off this week's episode because <laughs> this is kind of about health and wellness. Yeah, and, health yeah. and wellness. So and festival season, but I guess your pinkies don't have anything to do with festival no. season. And it happens to be injured right now. If you can see, what happened to your pinky? I smashed it at work. Oh, um, everybody, see that's why you should sign up on Patreon. <laughs> That right there. Mel's so getting I hurt don't at work. Smash my, my she fingers can smash her finger doing the podcast. That's see, man. Yeah. <sighs> um, no. But yeah, um, this week's guest is Karen Lasher. And she, you guys, she is a bundle of fun and enlightenment and Joy. good attitude and good dancing energy. nature. And so we met her at Northwest String Summit. Mm-hmm while we were listening to our new favorite band, Banshee Tree. And what was crazy was that we weren't even, well, Aaron was not there at first. Mm Because remember, like, we listened to Banshee Tree, and Apple and I were so sprung that we wanted to go back, and Apple or Aaron was, like, super tired and didn't want to go, or he had something else. I think I was at the going to the car to look charge my phone. Yeah, you were going to, there you go. So we, like, we split up, and... They happened to be uh, playing in the children's area of Northwest String Summit. And so we get there and we start listening and they're amazing and fantastic. And then Aaron comes and finds us and he joins us. And then a short while after that, this wonderful woman just shows up and starts dancing like a... Fr- and we talk about this in the Northwest String Summit um, episode so flash forward to, you know, seven months later or something. And here we are interviewing this woman that Aaron happened to take video of. And he went up and hugged her and she inspired him and whatever. I had not taken acid for 25 years. 
before Northwestern Summit. And we had tripped the night before. And I was still a little bit elevated from that trip the night before. And I had gone to the car, like you said, to go charge my phone. And I came back to find you guys. And I hear this amazing, like, Dixielandish swing, fiddle, electric, psychedelic. With that sick-ass drum beats. jamming <laughs> shit going on. And I come find you guys, and we're, we're watching. And I look over, and I see this woman dancing. And I could see the energy coming off of her. It was it, it was the coolest thing. Like she was standing in front of this lake and she was dancing and I could see the the light and the energy coming off of her and I was just bawling watching her and it really like emotionally affected me. And I, I'm a the kind of person that would go up and hug you if I met you. Yeah, he is. But to just walk up to her and be like in the middle of her dancing and stop her and be like, Hey, as I'm crying <laughs> I've never met this person before. Like it, it did something. What was the something? It, it like unlocked something in my heart. It was crazy. It like made me feel a feeling I haven't felt in a really long time. Like a, a feeling of freedom and just openness that I wasn't having before I saw that. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it, it did something. And, you know, after the festival, I posted on Instagram the video of her dancing. We didn't exchange information at the at the festival. I didn't even know her name. And uh, then once we posted that on Instagram, somebody said, oh, that's my friend Karen. And I, I DM'd her on Instagram and was like, hey, I just want to say thanks. Again, I'm that guy that walked up to you crying and gave you a hug. And... Uh, we started talking, she would comment on our stuff and I commented on her posts a couple of times. And then a couple of months ago, uh, she floated the idea by me of doing a health and wellness episode prior to festival season beginning, because that's what she's into. That's her bag. And, and, uh, so she came over and talked with me and Apple. You were I was in L.A. with yeah, Sid right. um, at Sid's Foolhardy dance party. That's right. So she came over to the house and hung out with us and talked about what she wanted to do. And I was like, oh, God, I, I got to get her and Mel together. These two need to meet. And uh, yeah, so Aaron called me when I was in L.A. and was like, oh, my gosh, she just left. Like she is a lot but in a really good way. And I can't wait for you guys to meet. She's going to come over again. We're going to have her on the show. And um, this is that meeting. What you guys are going to hear next is her coming over and spending time with us and talking about that day at Northwest String Summit and some things that she does and some of her ideas. And we just kind of get into a great conversation with her. Yeah. And, you know, that's one of the things that, I really love about No Simple Road is, you know, we can talk to John Modeski or Twiddle or whoever in the music business, but then also people like Karen that are part of our community. This this isn't just a show for us to talk to musicians. This is to talk to the people that we think are interesting and affect our lives and that can affect your guys' lives out there. Yeah. And and that's one of the things that I really love about doing No Simple Road is the the access it gives us to to present these 
parts of our community to you that you would never get to see because you live in Brooklyn or New York City or well, yeah, cause everybody, Manchester or whatever, Japan. Everybody knows a, a, a Karen. Yeah. Some special person that goes to concerts or that you've met one time or maybe you were high as a kite one time or not high as a kite and just saw somebody or something that spoke to you that, you know, in a profound way. And you're right. No Simple Roads gives us the opportunity to, as a platform to share these, like, jewels of people yeah. with our community out there and it's rad because yeah. she said some very profound things at a time that needed to be said yeah and it, it was really cool you guys will hear it i don't want to go into the whole thing but we talked about molding clay you guys will see what i'm talking about and you'll remember me saying this after you hear the interview but we went and saw um goose and pigeons playing ping pong wow, this last week. And f- before I get into my story, I want to say thank you to all of the No Simple Road family wow. that was there. You guys are fucking awesome. Luke, Sam, Audrey, Jason, Alexis. Um, no Pants Max. No Pants Max. <laughs> DPR um, Nooch. The, um, what? It was the couple we hugged, remember, that came... Jason, not Jason. Jason and Audrey? No, no, I know Jason and Audrey. Okay. I said them already. You were like, look, Mel, remember? I don't. I was. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know who I, you know who you are if you listen to the show. I hugged you. Um, anyway, yeah, we rolled seriously deep that night with our family and there's nothing like dancing and you look to your left and you give a big smile and it's your, it's your boy and then you are in front of you and there's your girl in front of you and then you look to the side and there's your other girl standing next to you and like pretty soon we're surrounded by all of our family and it's all right if you bump into somebody because mm-hmm. they're like oh sorry and they, they step on your foot oh it's all right you, you know like and it just becomes like this amazing event that you get that we get to participate not to mention I ain't afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> yeah, the goose you killed guys. it, man. So, I mean, pigeons was something special, well, okay. too. It has nothing to do with either or. They both brought it so hard. It was Goose's first time in the Pacific Northwest. And everybody was goose. And yeah, they, like there were people there not even to see pigeons, but to see goose. Yeah, it was specific. It was, that was a trip. So that show was, a, it kind of reminded me a little bit of Revenge of the Nerds. It, and like, too many things. I don't know why. Because of the keyboard player. Oh, okay. Yeah, you guys and got it. If you haven't the, seen Goose, the style, you got The style, you know, and like, I don't... Doing remember, Wim Hof breath do you exercises. Well, yes, they did fucking <laughs> breath of fire. And like, for, they paused, they they, they, they did ku- the show, yeah, yeah, kumbaka, breath retention on the fucking dance floor and everyone participated. Oh, it I was... was kite from that wow. That, like... That right, just like we were talking about a minute ago, using our platform to introduce awesome people, they use their platform to induce another state of consciousness through breath retention. Just to show, hey, that check was this fucking out. Rad. Yeah, and pigeons did something. I posted this on Instagram. Oh, yeah, that blew my mind in a really, really profound, amazing way. With Matt Butler from Everyone Orchestra, um, they got Matt up on the stage uh, before one of the songs and had him conduct a jam. 
and it was impromptu. It wasn't anything that they had rehearsed. So Matt got up on the stage and he had a white, two little whiteboards, dry erase whiteboards. And he just wrote ska on one and I think key of C on the other. And so ska beat in the key of C and he showed it to the crowd and everybody was like, yeah. And then he turned around and showed it to the band and the band started playing a ska beat in the key of C and he ended up building this jam with them that was one of the most awesome impromptu musical things I've ever seen in my whole life. I've been to a lot of concerts, man, and seen a lot of stuff. And I was just blown away. And then as it's happening, I'm thinking, you know, they call you the conductor. You should fucking do that. And I I reached over to Mel and I was like, I should fucking do that sometime. So any you bands out there want me to conduct for you sometime, <laughs> let me know. I'm happy to do it because I, I think it'd be really awesome. But the point of all of that side trail. Well, we, it was a little um, mini recap because we couldn't go mention that show without mentioning how amazing it, like, it was really amazing. You yeah. guys. Yeah. But before we left, well, actually, while we were in the car on the way to the show, Karen texted me and was like, I can't wait to see what you what you mold with your clay tonight. Just remember that I said that after you guys hear the interview. I thought that was really cool of her that she did that. Like a little reminder for me to keep my eye on the prize as we went into the show. And there's more music coming this week, too, man. I actually have two concerts this week. <laughs> Where are you going Wednesday night? Um, a coworker of mine invited me to see Hedrig, Hedwig and the Angry Inch. And I'd never heard of it. I haven't seen it yet. As a matter of fact, I have the movie, so I'll see it right after we record. But um, this is really special to him. And he invited his um, daughter that he gave up for adoption um, to see this with him because it was very profound in his life. It made a huge impact and he wanted to share it with her because they were starting to get to know each other. Uh And this is after 20 something years of not knowing her and, um, they, and they've still never met. And so he invited her and, and she didn't respond. And so, you know, he's a really special person. He's a really, really cool guy. This is, you know, like this sometimes like it's a, life is just strange it hands you people that don't necessarily have a title but they're important nonetheless i think it hands you people like that a lot personally you we're talking about one right now that did that to you yeah yeah okay you're right you're true (laughs) boom you're true (laughs) take it back we everybody dude if you think about in your life just look back at just some random person maybe they're not even your friend anymore maybe they're not even in your life anymore but Life hands you these people and they're just freaking important for some reason. Maybe it's for both of you to get your spirits up. Maybe it's a a little jewel along the way. But Doug is one of those people and he invited me and he was like, I, I just, you know, I, I really wanted you to come if she couldn't come because I want you to see this thing because it's super cool and I think that you'd really appreciate it. And so I'm going to see them on Wednesday night. And, and then, then Friday night is Umphreys McGee and Andy motherfucking Frasco. I, I've, you know, 
I've been listening to Andy a lot again because I kind of pulled back on podcasts again. I do that every now and then, you know. Yeah, you got to take a break every once in a while. Yeah. Not from No Simple Road, but from other podcasts. Yeah, don't take a break from yeah. No Simple Road. <laughs> <laughs> but no, honestly, I just, sometimes I need no fucking input in my ears. Yeah. Like, like that's the truth of the matter. But anyway, um, I've been listening to Andy Frasco's podcast a lot more and I... I really respect him so much. He's a good and dude, man. I really love him like like a fucking like brother. A brother. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. like my favorite cousin, like my brother from another mother, like like I just want him to be good. And it, you know, you and he is good. I I I'm not wishing him anything that he isn't. I'm just continuous like If you pay attention to his Instagram like when last year was the first time we heard of him when he came here with pigeons yeah because um thriving in tie-dye they were like oh my god you guys missed andy frasco you guys gotta see him he's got a great podcast and like super like fired up about him and so i was like dang okay like you know and and it was funny because i remember kind of having an attitude about andy like I, I don't know what it Who's is that? about. Yeah. I don't know what it is about me. Sometimes I just have an attitude for no reason because I usually don't. And so sometimes I just, it's funny. I just <laughs> decide to have an attitude. Yeah. But when, <laughs> when we finally saw him, I was like, holy shit. But the rooms that he's playing, if you pay attention to his Instagram are getting bigger and more full. I can see a progression from last year to this year. Like he's moving on up. And well, it's fucking cool to watch, man. Whatever he wants to be, because he's still like I just heard his recent sh- one of his recent shows, and he's like still like talking about like where he would want to be, and like this is just a message to everybody out there: don't stop striving to be where you want to be, but also like fucking pat yourself on the back for where you're all you are. Cause yeah, you admire you, the view. Yeah, you weren't like this a while back. You know, you're you're your new thing right now. And yeah, maybe you're not there yet, but shit, man. Applause all the way around mm-hmm. for where you're going, where you've been and where you came from. So yeah, it's last weekend with Goose and Pigeons, then Mel's going to see Hedrick and the Angry Inch. Then Friday we're going out to see Andy Frasco and Oh my God, Umphreys McGee at the yeah. Crystal Ballroom. It's going to be an amazing, amazing yeah. weekend once again. And and we're really fortunate, babe. You know, we're really fortunate because there's a a lot of people in my work that like to go to concerts. And concerts are really freaking expensive. Yeah, I know. Really expensive. Mm-hmm. I saw like Doug was pulling up the where it's at Revolution Hall. And I see the total and I'm like, fuck. You know what, though? Look at <laughs> it, I look at it like this. It ain't like we're going to concerts for free. We're paying for concerts too. Yeah, no, I and, understand. And that. so, what? Where do you place value in your life? Uh, of course, we all have responsibilities that we need to take care of, right? And those things are going to get done. But where do you place value in your life? What's important to you is the experience of seeing live music, being with your friends, and having that journey important to you. If it is then that's not expensive. No, I think it can be expensive and still be what you want to do. You know, $100 for one night of fish, you can't put a a price on that. But it's fucking expensive and it's inaccessible to a lot of people. So that's, you know, just because one's true doesn't mean the other's not true. It's It's fucking expensive to go see your favorite bands, period. It just is. 
I think and I it doesn't th- matter if you can afford it or not. It's still expensive. Yeah, I think what I'm talking about is like the the way it feels when you spend that expensive money. Do you know what I mean? There's there's at least for me there's a couple ways I feel when I spend expensive money. And it's like, oh shit, like this feeling of like, ooh, uh, I shouldn't have done that kind of thing. Or fuck it. Like I'm fucking going for it. This I want this. I w- want this to happen. Like this is worth it to me. I know it's expensive, but it's still, it's worth it. Like that's how I feel about going and seeing music. It's every time we go, something awesome happens. I, I can. So what awesome happened for you this time, baby? This past pigeons goose show. Well, that whole thing with Matt Butler, like I said, was profound for me. That was a big deal. It really was. I know it sounds silly, I don't think it sounds silly because what did I say to you after that? I don't remember. I said, that sounds like something Andy Frasco would do with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) But it, uh, that was awesome. And then being with Sam and Luke and those those guys, man, you can just, when they're dancing, you can feel the love coming from them. Well, they're literal dancing bears. How is it? Okay. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm going to sidetrack for a short time. There we go. I am surrounded by bears, like big male bears everywhere I go. And it's the cutest fucking thing. Like, I literally feel like, I mean, I don't want to say Goldilocks because my hair is not blonde, but that curly little, like... Goldilocks like um, <laughs> archetype with the bears all around me and it's so rad like Luke and Sam feel just like they're part of the family there's no division and meeting um, I think it was Michael um, yeah Michael um, Luke's um, either brother-in-law, brother-in-law. Or, yeah um, talking to him for the short time that we got to talk was awesome and and also, like, I said it with DPR Nooch, and and it was, it's a trip being at shows now and recognizing No Simple Road family. And because they're, like, peppered in, mm-hmm. in throughout the crowd, and you're, you make eye contact. Like, I saw him, and I made eye contact with him, and I was like, I know him from somewhere. And he was, like, smiling, and I went over, and I was dancing by him. He, told me who he was and I was like oh shit yeah and then we ended up hanging out like most of the night I love that we know each other by our aliases (laughs) I I don't even know his real name I don't I I just know his Instagram handle it's kind of neat and no pants max yeah yeah so yeah that that was what went down for me and every single time that you and I dance together at a show it's special to me I love dancing with you it's one of my favorite things on the planet. Like I could do that every single weekend and not ever be sick of it or get tired of it. It's so much fucking fun. It is fun. And I cannot tell a lie. (laughs) And and it makes me love you more afterward. Like, you know what I mean? Like it, it, it ups our game. It does. So it's fucking rad. It does up our game. For sure. That's what's happening, man. That's that's what's going down in this house this week. So I hope you all are ready for a nice Umphreys McGee, Andy Frasco recap. See if we can't pull some some words out of Andy while he's here. Yeah. uh, But before we get to the interview, let's do the business.
You want to okay. do the business? Darwin's drinking for you. Well, you guys, follow us on No Simple Road on Instagram and go visit us on nosimpleroad.com online. And while you are there, go down and click the Patreon button and become a Patreon member. Or you can go to patreon.com forward slash no simple road. Yeah. And that is how you donate and help me not break my fingers at work. (laughs) No, you guys, that's not how, but honestly what's, what's happened over the last two years of doing this show is that there's clearly no doubt that it's grown. You know, we went from like, you know, a few hundred followers to over 7,000 followers we went from interviewing each other to interviewing our favorite artists. So all of that takes so much time and attention. And it's not just about the money. It's about the support. When you guys like Luke S has freaking thrown down and so many other people, um, he's just fresh in my mind. So sorry if I offend anybody, but everybody, you know who you are that have already Chan donated. You're literally like supporting us in such a way that we make it's so we're so happy to do what we do you know it makes it like it's not a job it's it's fun it's amazing and so everybody who supports us thank you so much and those who are on the fence or thinking about it or you know just you know maybe are lazy about it like I am about certain stuff do it make 2020 your time to donate and and be cool and be part of the no simple road family in that way. Yeah. And if if not, that's cool too. You can go head on over to Apple iTunes and click the five star button and write a sweet little cute review. You know, that totally helps us get up in the ratings. That helps us um, the little algorithm so more people can find out about the show. And on that note, if you have a friend who goes you go to the, you know, jam parties with, jam fucking scene, jam concerts, any of that that you think might like the show. Tell them about it. Yeah, Tell man. them to give me your favorite episode. Be like episode forty-seven. Whoop de whoop. <laughs> I wonder what episode forty-seven. I, I don't know what was, it. But <laughs> I don't know what it was. But that the five-star review thing on Apple Podcast and on Spotify, <clears throat> it makes us go up on the charts. And you guys maybe had seen if you if you follow us on Instagram that No Simple Road, uh, Osiris Media actually had. Um, three oh, podcasts in the, the top 30. T- was it the top 30 or yeah. the top 15? No, it was the top 30, I believe, because I remember somebody was after oh us. Oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. Congrats to Osiris Pod for charting three podcasts in the top 30 of all podcasts in the music interview category. Broke Down Pod at number 10, No Simple Road at 15, and the at the Tapes Archive coming in at number 24. So think about that. You guys that are listening right now, you have helped us to get there. So one, thanks for that. Hell yeah, And man. two, keep it up. Yeah, man. So when you go and you, and you leave those five stars on Apple Podcasts, that's the thing that makes us go up. And you guys telling your friends and doing all that stuff, that is how we go up in that stuff. And more people can find out about the show and this thing grows yeah. and it gets bigger and we get to do more stuff and bring you more awesome podcasts. Yep. Yep. And um, I think and that's it. Well, wait a minute. What? One last thing. If you guys haven't um, or forgot about the hotline, mm. give us a call on our hotline. 971-808-1524. That's 971-808-1524. So I'm going to do it one more time. All right. 971-808-1524. Yeah. 
That's the lukewarm line. Yeah, so Tepid. tell us a cute little story or just give us a shout out or, you know, give us a recipe. Any any kind of fun thing that you think of. And you know what? Before we get to the interview, I want to play you one thing real quick. It is from our brother Tim from the oh. Daddy Unscripted podcast. Wait a minute. Shout out, Tim. Yeah, man. You have such a way with words. And you have such a way with time. It was perfectly timed. This was just out of the blue. I hadn't heard from Tim in a, in a week or two. And this came Sunday afternoon. And I'm going to play it for you right now. Driving, And I was at a red light and was going to text you. And then I was like, I'm not going to be able to text because I'm driving. And now I'm driving. So I uh, just wanted to say happy Sunday to you and to everybody there. Happy Sunday, everybody. Um, and say, I, I know I say this in snippets and here and there and, you know, like do what everybody does and um, click on the little heart or the thumbs up or whatever. But um, just wanted to say I'm so happy for and proud of you guys um, for what you are doing and what you are accomplishing and for it being seen and recognized for the greatness that it is um, and for just the realness that it is as well. Um, and I don't know, man, I'm just really happy for you. And um, I hope that even if there were just 10 of us out there listening, that you would keep it up because it is meaningful and important. And um I just wanted to say thank you for keeping on with the challenge and the daunting task that it is to keep doing this sometimes. And um, I'm proud of you guys for what you're doing, and I'm glad that you're doing it. And um, just I love what you guys are doing and how you're doing it. And, you know, I just love you guys. So um, just wanted to say that um, as I just saw your um, thing on Slack show that your new episode is out. Okay. So which means I get to listen to more No Simple Road. Woo. All right. Love you guys. Um, hug everybody. And I'll talk with you later. That was amazing. <laughs> so sweet. Like, think about that. What? He took time out of his Sunday. Yeah. While he's driving. While he's driving around. And we're what he was thinking about. That's fucking rad and, 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 and cool. not only that, not only what we were just on his mind, but we moved him to do something to let like to let us know about it. Yeah. I You know when somebody's like, Hey man, I just called to say I missed you and I loved you and I don't need to borrow anything. I don't need anything. I just want to say you brighten up my day. And it's funny to, like we said, that it was well-timed. Like, if you don't, I love doing this. It's an honor to get to do No Simple Road. It's the funnest, most awesome thing I've ever gotten to do in my whole 48 years on the planet. But sometimes it's hard. Sometimes I don't feel like editing or sitting down or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was in one of those places right before he called and did that. And he sent me that and I was like, I am going to get my ass up and <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, I do. finish doing what I'm supposed to be doing right now. And holy shit, the universe is speaking to me through Tim. So 
Tim, man, we love you. And thank you for sending us that message. It yeah. was well received, brother. Yeah. And, and I appreciate you just like that. I feel the hugs, man. Yeah. And right back at you, brother. And you know what? I, that's a perfect segue into this episode, I think. And, you know, as we go into festival season and go do three and four day runs and two day runs and one nighters and all the stuff that we are all apt to go do. It's really fucking important that we remember that the body that we're in is important and we have to take care of it and the brain that's in it. We got to take care of it, too. So she gives a really beautiful reminder of not only be having fun at the festival, but continuing that vibe. You bring your energy and your sunshine with you everywhere you go. And I'm definitely an advocate for bringing your own sunshine. Yep. And um, Karen, she's a dancing queen. That's for sure. Yep. So everybody out there, get ready, relax, get yourself comfortable, adjust your headphones or your volume in your car, whatever you need to do, and get ready so that No Simple Road can can bring you Karen Lasher. Lasher. Thanks, Karen. I I never... Can I ask you a question? No. I I was (laughs) going (laughs) to... Yeah. Yes. No. uh, It's a, a weird thing with music like that, with stones like in my experience there's people that really love the beatles or they love the stones not a lot of people like both things do you know what i'm talking mm-hmm. about my <laughs> husband loves both the beatles and the stones okay. like those are probably his two favorite oh wow yeah like and then add in frank zappa and that time kind of like yeah and some jazz and that's what he yeah we have that's completely alternate universes yeah. <laughs> So we That's how me and you were for a long time. Yeah. We for we long, still kind of are because a lot of things I enjoy you don't. You don't care My mind for. is way more musically open than it was in the yeah. past. Yeah, mine too. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. That's yeah. how me and Mel first kind of bonded. Yeah. I was like Aaron's weird friend. And she's like, Oh, you like Snoop Dogg and shit? <laughs> you like this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, on ecstasy, laying on the floor, listening to Snoop Dogg <laughs> with you two. At two in awesome. the morning. <laughs> I was like, I'm oh, going Jen to bed. Ju- yeah, you're like, Those were the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best Those way to listen to Snoop Dogg. Here we are, <laughs> 15 years later, still on ecstasy. <laughs> 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 sitting down now talking yes. about yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, sitting down, <laughs> sipping on gin and juice. <laughs> hey, everybody. We are in the, in the dining room tonight. <laughs> How much uh, of that was recorded? All he of it. started Sweet. recording a few minutes a ago. A few minutes ago. With... Karen Lasher. Welcome. Welcome, Welcome, Karen. Karen. Welcome to the table, the rec table as we called it yesterday. Thanks Uh, for having me. Yeah, it's it's our pleasure. Uh, Last year, if you pay attention to the No Simple Road Instagram, there's a a shot from Northwest String Summit of this wonderful lady dancing to Banshee Tree by the river at Horning's Hideout. Banshee Tree, shout out to you guys. Yeah. We love you. Can't wait to see you again, yeah. no matter where you're at. Thank yeah. you for letting us groove to your tunes. So we had partied really hard the night before, and uh, we woke up that morning. We went down to go listen to Banshee Tree, and I saw you dancing over there, and you brought me to tears watching you dance. Hmm. Um, it re- did something. like It affected me in a really profound way, and... I was watching you and I never, we'd never met. And I was like, I got to go give that, give that lady a hug. And I, what did you think? Like I, this weird dude just walks over and. Yeah. Like it does, that doesn't surprise me anymore. 
When, but, you know, <laughs> not that people give me a hug, but people, you know, come up to me a lot and say, you know, oh my heavens, like you really inspire me or um, just a lot of things. So, but you, that was a little different. Yeah, you could, because you, there was so much emotion that you were, you know, that you were coming at it with, and and I was really touched. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, it really that meant a lot to me. Oh, Aww. right on. Yeah, I'm glad it was reciprocal. Yeah. And and we didn't exchange information at the time. We didn't even. I didn't know your name. Yeah. I post. <laughs> I posted the video I took of you dancing, and I actually met the lady at Dark Star. Tammy. That introduced <laughs> us on Instagram. She was sta- dancing behind us and she was like, hey, Aaron, you're Aaron from No Simple Road. I'm the one that introduced you to Karen on Instagram. I was like, holy shit, what a weird world that we live in right, right now. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't think it's weird, but it's we get to see the connections where before that never would have happened. Now we're getting to see the connections real time. Like this lady introduced you to this lady. She knows what you look like because of the, well, you know the, what I mean? And it's like all, it's part, it's all, all part of that big community that we're part of. Yeah. Everybody goes to the same hangouts. Yeah, we do. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. And so then, you see the familiar faces and start to get to know everybody. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a, it's a really cool part of doing this. And so we, Invited Karen to the house just to hang out and have tea about a month ago. Yeah. Yeah, maybe a month ago. Yeah. Yeah. It was in January, like 7th, 8th. And we got to talking uh, just about life and and what we're passionate about. And it just so happens that you really have some amazing stuff going on. And when we talked, you had said that you um, wanted to talk about... uh, wellness for festival season so what like what does that mean to you well so um let's see i think that the festival the festival itself has allowed people to experience the music in even bigger ways an even more encompassing manner in terms of you know being out in nature being you know, three, four days with people. Uh, And what I see is that sometimes that doesn't feed us in the way that we can take it out of the festival Mm. and bring it back into our everyday life. I want everybody's everyday life to feel like a festival because it can. Me too. Because it can. That's definitely a noble cause that I would like to join. (laughs) Right? Like, who doesn't want more of that? Yeah. Because, you know, there's the parts of the festival that are, you know, gruesome, like the toilet, you know, the toilet situation. Maybe they're not showering. and But the community aspect of it and seeing the people that you don't know the very first time setting up camp and then by the end of the festival you're like hanging out and you know smoking one with them in their camp and it's a really sweet thing to be able to make perfect strangers your new neighbor and family and Mm -hmm. family yeah and a lot of times family but that's something you said something there that i want to go back to like bringing it back out of the festival because it's that's not something that I ever really thought about too much before <laughs> I don't think uh, most people the, you on the last day we all start it's like okay oh, tomorrow's I gotta back go to home. reality yeah and it's like wait this 
is reality. <laughs> yeah, if you take just those things that you just said, Mel, like what are the things about the festival that really feed you, that really change you, that really, that you walk away from and go, wow, that just happened. And most of the time, that's human connection. Yeah. That's the sitting around with someone you don't even know. It doesn't matter what you wear. They don't, they don't even know your name. They don't know where you live, what you do, how much money you make, what car you drive, anything. But they show up to you and they love you mm -hmm. and you can be you to them. And yeah. that's that piece that where you go, wow. So it's that and re just that you can do that every day. Yeah. With, with every person you come in contact with. Forming yeah. relationships. Yeah. That's amazing. Like, well, like this, we've formed a relationship with you and so many other people since we've started going and doing these things. But what do you think the, the barrier is to that? Because I can, I can speak for only for myself. I know that once I, when the car pulls into the parking lot <laughs> at the festival, there's a, a level of freedom that comes over me that's different than when I'm walking in the parking lot at work. It's a different thing. It's a, it's, it's, it's a different vibration. And I, I feel like for me, when I am in that space, I'm way more myself. And it's now that I'm thinking about it, like it's not even conscious. It's a, it's a reaction to the feeling in the air of expectation and excitement and, you know, the unknown that's about to happen and whatever. It's difficult to bring that out and, and feel like that when I'm at the grocery store. Yeah. So what are practical? So the first thing is, is the story that you tell, because when you're going to the festival and when you're pulling up, you're telling that story, right? That's yeah. what's going through your head. You're like, when I get oh, there, yeah, I'm going to open right? up and what everything's going to like, Right? Like you get all excited. What are we going to do? You know, like, and you got, start to build it up. You start to tell that story in your head of what's yep. going to happen mm -hmm. and what magic's going to happen. Who am I going to meet? You kind of like the expectation of what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And when you're going to the grocery store, you're just like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go to the grocery store right. and then I'm going to get what I get <laughs> and I'm going to leave and go home. It's a yeah. chore, not an like opportunity and yeah. not to say and so you look at the grocery store like if you really live in that this is the moment I have I don't sure. know if I have the next moment how am I going to live that all in 100% just like I do at the festival yeah. well personal oh, yeah. on my way to the grocery store I'm going to say Okay, I'm going to the grocery store. This is my community. This is my neighbors. This is what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. this, this is my is, checker. And this is the person, right? Or even if it's somewhere I'm not. Like, yeah. this is the person I'm with right now. And if the world all stopped right now, this is who would be in front of me. So this is who's yeah. here. So how am I going to do it? And how am I going to just be me? Because <laughs> that's what feels good. Yeah. And yeah. just do that. So then become... And all I know is that, man, if you do that all day long... Every moment, if you really show up to every moment as yourself, as your true self, loving people a day. That's a lot of people a is day. It's like an eternity. Like this amount of stuff that happens in a in day. A day. Yeah. Yes. Like just moment by moment. 
every yeah. interaction being like heart yeah. centered and real and yeah. live in real time. Yeah. Let, let everything be an adventure. Exactly. <laughs> well, I think the be- the best thing and the the easiest thing for me, the only thing I ever feel from the be- is is constantly listening to music. You can put that music back on. You can have it in your ear now. You can have it on the slopes. Having the music with you makes it feel like a festival sometimes. Yeah. Especially if you're playing it for people that don't know it. I love doing that at work. I work with a lot of millennials, and they'll I'd put stuff on, and then they'll groove on. And the other day was pigeons playing ping pong. They're like, what is this? Yeah. I tell them, they're like, oh, this is cool and fun. And you can make that festival with music interjected <laughs> yeah. into any environment. Yeah. Like, throw that on the grocery store. <laughs> that would be awesome. You could go in and, like, log on your With your speaker? With your speaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, or if your speaker walking. Your aisle's going to be jamming wherever you go. <laughs> well, I guess that's what she's saying. Like, even your aisle should be jamming wherever you go. <laughs> even, even with, even <laughs> Metaphorically the speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. yeah it, it's, we were just talking in the kitchen while we were making tea about, like, believing your magic and and... I was telling you, like, I, in the past, have had this thing where I see it happen, and I know that I was the the conduit for that thing to come into the world, and then as time goes by, I try and talk myself out of believing that that was the thing, and one of the things that going to festivals often has done is made it so that there's not as much lag between magic happening. So that there's less time for me to talk myself out of believing that that really happened. And I think that's one of the important parts of a four-day experience or a three-day experience is that right there where it's happening consistently and you're seeing things manifest and happen. You're in a space that's charged psychedelically. So there's synchronicities and mm-hmm. little weird shit happening all over the place and it becomes common almost. It's like you expect it. So that's why it's showing up because you fucking expected it. Right. That's the whole thing, right? You, like you tell, so you tell the story and it, because you, right, you're expecting it. That's what you're telling mm-hmm. it. That's what you're feeding the universe. That's the story you're telling and that's what happens, right? Yeah. 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 I, with, uh, every, with everything, really. Everything you do is just all about your mind, how you put it, how you, how you, how you manifest it and how you perceive it. Yeah. Intentionally, you know, really. And it takes a lot of energy to do that. Really. I think we, it does take quickly in our, right. Like we're always coming like that process time between like doing something. If you're really going to live intentionally in moments, you know, you have to have an entry point and then you're in it. But you have to have an ex, you know, you have to have a like yeah. debrief, a kind of like, because no. <laughs> otherwise you don't learn, right? If you're just constantly like, go, 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 go. And you're never like stopping and saying, okay. Yeah, let it all I, catch up. Yeah, how, take how, a breath. How did I do let there? It. You know, maybe I didn't do so good. Why didn't I do so good? What triggered me? Why was, you know, like, what is the thing? Why didn't I, why couldn't I show up all in, all love, all me? What happened? What's can, what can I do to do it better next time? Yeah. How can I do that? Yeah. What, what for you are some of the barriers that you found for you not being able to show up and be you 100%? Because I find you to be a person that's 100% you. I mean, in yeah. sitting across yeah. the table from you, I can <laughs> see that you're very comfortable. 
you're who you are. I don't think that you're different when you're at work than you are sitting right here at the table right now. And so in the past, what are some of the things for you that were barriers that were stopping you from being able to express that all the time? Oh, gosh. Uh, really came down to just the whole idea of, you know, loving yourself. Mm. That, that For me, that was the, tr- the thing. That was the switch that happened to me was when I really accepted the idea that I believe that we are all equal. You know, we are all here on this little dance, this journey, and we're all equal and we're all valuable and that nothing separates us. That's that whole idea, again, like at the festival, like that take everything around and you're just a person and how do we interact as people and that the, that when I got to that and I was like, oh, wow, then how, how I we're all just the same. I'm not better. I'm not worse than anybody. I'm just me. And that really allowed me to start to delve into that and be that and love that and not, and be okay with my imperfections and all who I am. Because in the end, it's kind of like, and then that made me easy to love people because Mm. in not loving someone else if I believe that we are equal for me to sit here across from you Apple and be like yeah maybe I you know I I don't know I don't really know if I can love fully (laughs) right would be in disservice to myself because then I would say well I guess you don't really love yourself just doesn't make sense to me anymore it just doesn't like it just doesn't compute last night we were just talking about this all of us going around the table and that's one of the main things we were so we're talking about health and wellness and everything and that was one thing we all it's a you got to love first. You got to forgive yourself and love yourself to get to loving yourself. You got to forgive yourself. Yeah. Cause a lot of people have hangups and don't accept themselves and are hard on themselves. And that's, we were just talking about that. And that's, I love that. That's first thing she said is like, good learn to love myself because then you can pass that on to everybody else. Yeah. You don't love yourself. You ain't got any. It's like, Oh, I'm fresh out of love. Damn. <laughs> yeah. I ain't got yeah. love for myself. Right. Right. How can I have any for anybody else? Yeah. yeah. And to be perfectly honest with you to like, really like to like, cause part of it for me was, yeah, it's going to, you know, just how you got to own it sometimes is that I'm huge. So when I saw me as I really am, it's a little bit frightening that you people are like, you're big and powerful and to be that. And so then to even say that, you kind of have to, you know, you get that like, oh, you know, the humility, the, you know, that whole like not playing small is like. No, we're all this big. Really, when we get down to it, we are all huge and powerful and so incredibly, like, beautiful people. And so when I really saw that, like, in my, like, I saw who I was, I was like, how could I not be anything else? Like, that's what kind of stops me. That is like, no matter what I'm doing, like, you know what? You might not know it, but I know that I'm a badass. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to tone and it you down. Know what? Right. Like, you know, I dance all day, like standing in a, you know, lift line, working in a mountain. People are, all, you know, it's funny because uh, people will kind of give me this little like, oh, wow, you know, you're so happy kind of thing. And, and uh, it's like, yeah, I am. But I'm also at work making minimum wage, you know, and there's a lot of people that would be doing what I'm doing and not having this much fun 
Oh yeah, or, or hating, or, or just, hating, yeah, or just yeah. whatever, loathing, or getting loathing. mad at the people that push your buttons mm. instead of kind of going, hey, you know, <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. Wow. So mm. yeah, so that yeah, I was kind of owning that and just kind of saying, you know what, don't be afraid to be as big and bad as you are, you know. That's I like, that. and that's a tough <laughs> one too. Like that loving yourself. You when we were out of the patio earlier, and you're talking about we've all had to confront that. Of like, I I love it at my work. It's like I'm known. I'm. It's like if there's an asshole in the shop. They come grab me because I, it's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to take that from you. I'm going to love, like you say, it's like, I'm going to love you no matter what. And usually by that time, a lot of times those assholes, they just need somebody that's actually paying attention yeah. to them mm-hmm. and yeah. will listen to what they're saying mm-hmm. all the yeah. way through and yeah. stuff. So I, I, I mean, that's a tough one, tough one. <clears throat> it took me a long time until I was older to, it, Used to be, especially in Vegas, like one person in the morning cut you off in traffic. There goes your whole fucking day. It's oh, like it's yeah. like this. It's like three hours later. It's, it's a like, downward spiral. <laughs> that jerk today, and it's like now it's just like, oh gosh, I wish, man, I feel sorry for you. I like it in the slow lane over here. <laughs> go on, go on. I'm yeah. not in that big of a hurry. God bless you. <laughs> the, the what you said about that seeing yourself. That's a that's a big deal. That's a oh, that's a really fucking big deal, man. That, yeah. That's an experience that I hope for everybody that hears this <laughs> is that because I think a lot of people don't ever allow themselves to fully witness themselves. I know I didn't. Yeah, turn everything or if, off. Or turn if they it all do, off. Because like I know I have I've done the exact same thing. You see yourself the way other people see you, and then you just immediately try and forget it. Like, well, oh fuck that. Well, it's not even the way other people see you. It's seeing yourself as yourself, not through anybody else's eyes. I just mean what from you, the, I, the what outside. You are. Yeah, like from as a whole. And it can be scary. It like like Karen said, I've had that very same thing where it's like I f- felt the power of myself and was like whoa oh no like turning away from the light kind mm-hmm. of thing like it, it's too bright yeah and it, it's taken time and we were just talking about this a few minutes ago like it's been this unfolding that's happened of like your eyes adjusting to the light over time you know what i mean like okay okay i can i can keep them open for a little bit longer this time before i'm seeing spots everywhere again but you know what i mean but that really is something that if if you are around um the community enough and you're around uh the music enough and you're being honest with yourself and you're open to the experience at some point you're going to be confronted with that thing happening and i think maybe and correct me if i'm wrong but a lot of us have that experience at a festival mm-hmm. for for whatever reason mm-hmm. I, I, I don't and still with that vision can still go back and still do your same way that you were doing before I, that was all of us me yeah, yeah all yeah. of us you know and that is a testament to both power like you can see that power and then you can still turn away from it that just shows how big you are both in in both ways in that magnitude of like your glory and in that denial oh yeah you and, know and, and what it well, does it, go ahead Karen. yeah 
yeah, and not just denial, but I think so well, much like, of it is fear. Yes, and exactly. It's that, that just what Aaron said about um, it is typically our light and not our darkness, right? There's a Marianne Williamson quote that is, it is our light and not our darkness that frightens us most. Mm. Like that's... The yeah. darkness is almost comforting, right? For, at least for me. Yeah, so it's when like, I see it, I'm like, "Oh, that's and, familiar." And sometimes, if you don't really love yourself fully, even if you've seen that, then you're like, "I don't really deserve." Oh. You know, there's yeah, a whole bunch yeah. that goes into yeah, why myriad. we go back to like living someone else's life. <laughs> yeah, or it's easy or, to let or, your head trick yourself into thinking that you're you don't you're not that. It's like yeah. we're wearing your clothes from kindergarten. <laughs> they don't I mean, fucking fit, it's man. It's not vintage. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not. You ain't cute. <laughs> it's, it's not a style. I mean, it's a crop top now, right? You don't have to call me out directly, Mal. Damn it, Ryer. Yes, that was directed at you. I, I, I can't get over that you just said that. I've, I, I haven't heard it put like that. And you rung my bell. <laughs> you really did like i've i haven't heard it put like that yeah, yeah. big time because i can i can feel the feeling of that happening yeah right now i can feel it that it it's it's like the most fucking awesome Jimi hendrix guitar solo ever and and it feels so good yeah. it feels so real and so right and so like I could fucking conquer the world right now. And all I would have to do is hug it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and it would just be, you know, world peace and unicorns forever. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> and then you wake up in the morning in a tent with your head laying on a rock mm-hmm. and your nose hurts from the night before mm-hmm. and your stomach aches a little bit and, the sun is peeking in. It's still hot. And, yeah. and the music's not playing quite as loud. <laughs> and you're confronted with the reality of your skin suit. Yeah. And you get like, up, oh, take shit. more drugs and go to Dump City Dumplings. And then you get a great day from then on. Yeah. You just kind of ride through it. Yeah. 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 No, but that, yeah. that's that's a real part of it. Yeah. Like if we're talking about the high, we got to talk about the low. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. It's part of the ride, right? Yeah. And it's part of the figuring out that, yeah, that that's where you're at. And that's that sort of own in the moment. Like, how do I do this in joy as much as joy as I had last night, even though this sucks, even though this rocks in my head, you know, like, oh, okay, I can, I got this. How do I do this? You know, it's just kind of like, it's like dancing through life. You know, you just got to dance through life. (laughs) Is there is but, there stuff that you do, like getting ready for all of this, for for festivals yeah. for like yeah the experience? Well, you know honestly I don't. <laughs> okay. But uh, I do it every day. You know, so it's not like that's nothing. That, that's just another thing. It's just bigger. It's just more fun. It's just more. It's like Disneyland. You know, it's like going. You're not Disneyland. transitioning yeah. into yeah. something. You're wait, having your day. Yeah, I'm. Th- this is what <laughs> I'm doing today. This is what we're doing. Yeah. And I, you know, for the most part, you know, anymore, like I'm pretty much ninety, you know, ninety eight, ninety nine percent sober, um, for the most part. And, right on. And because I can reach states that I only knew psychedelically just through movement and the music 
and you know enough spinning and you know <laughs> and you you can go some crazy places I'll take you yeah there. that's but you know you've got you know what it's kind of like this you, you already went there you know and you like you know yeah, what it you looks know the like place. yeah i was like i was telling some kid this recently and i was like you know i'll tell you i'll show you how to go there sober because you can. Once you've been there, it's just... Okay, a, like, it's just I a, don't need a ticket. I'll show you how to get in the back door. I've been here a bunch of times. Yeah. Look, look. You go through here and down this hallway. <laughs> drew myself a map years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you're bringing that up, Karen, because that is something that we don't talk a lot about on the show because that's not how we usually roll. Yeah. So that is a great experience to talk about because a lot of the people that we meet, we may assume that they're high, but... If you've been there before, you know what it feels like. Even like if you smoke weed before and you stop, you still know what it feels like. You, it maybe doesn't, you don't feel that same body high, but you can, you can make yourself do things. Your mind is very powerful. Yeah. So yeah. I like that you brought that up. Yeah. When, when did you decide to stop doing that or stop making it? Or did you decide or did it just happen? Or, yeah. yeah like, it just like was what, kind of, yeah. yeah. It was just kind of, yeah. It wasn't it was, a big thing. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't ever really, uh, uh, for me, like uh, drinking is always not settled, not been good with me. I love every, all, you know, I love bourbon. (laughs) I love beer. (laughs) I love wine. I love a good cocktail, but they don't love me. Oh, (laughs) yeah. And it took a lot of time. I spent a lot of my youth, you know, throwing up basically. Yeah. And I just got to a point where I was like, yeah, this isn't. Yeah, it's, it's not I'm even it's not even good. enjoyable. Yeah, know? and then you know, as a mom and just like a norm, you know, it's like kind of like you did that whole thing when when weed wasn't legal. Yeah, it's like you just kind of you know kind of ride the like normal life kind of kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. At least I did, you know, for no. a long time. Right, and then it's just I again I find like a lot of times I I don't have I don't have to. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, we we hear that a lot. Yeah. We've heard that more often than not with interviews yeah. we do of people yeah. saying that. Like one that sticks out the most is Annabelle. Yeah. Annabelle. Annabelle's like the the godmother of, of the jam the scene. jam scene, yeah. and she's been sober for what years? Long, 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 time, long time. Yeah. Like yeah. Teen, like into the teens and years. Or something like that, yeah. And she's the she is the funnest, craziest person you ever seen. And from the outside, you might think that like, wow, she's high as a kite. Well, guess what? She is on life, yeah. on love, yeah. on normal. Yeah. On Some breath. guy told me this morning that his, yeah, that his, that his kid said, uh, you know, I think that lady's on mushrooms. He's like, <laughs> she's not on mushrooms. <laughs> she's just a dead head. <laughs> 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 just got that oh, mindset. okay. <laughs> Get that on a t-shirt. That, I was just going to say that. I'm not on mushrooms. I'm just a dead head. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's like needs how to be we, a sticker. we first saw Karen. I mean, and many people could. I, I did in a millisecond. It's like. She's either high as hell or meta in a meditative state or the lady of the lake or God knows what, but that's beautiful. And she, you were just, I mean, you were throwing energy everywhere. It just, it, yeah, well, that's the, the, for me, that's, and it's freaky sometimes, particularly if you go to a small club, some, a venue that's pretty small and you have, and I have enough room to really move, man, it is like, wow, this is crazy shit. You know, the, 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 the energy of the musicians and what they bring and how, and I can feel that i feel like i can feel that that i can drive that a little sometimes it's called being a deadhead right and then the music comes out and you're playing with it and you're throwing it and i'm shitting love everywhere you know i'm like like started all over the you know all over the room and 
I can feel that. Like it's so much fun. And I was like, well, okay. That's why we've been. And, and those yeah, are the for 30 yeah, years. Yeah, right. yeah. We interviewed somebody that says, I, we know we're getting it. When you can look out, you see you see that first person start catching butterflies. I was, or I was lost off. Yeah, yeah, so like, looking at it, they're like this, or they're like. Oh, oh, oh. It's like, okay, we're in the zone now. Yeah. They're feeding. We're feeding back and forth here. It, it, it goes to show that it doesn't require anything other than you. Showing up and being in the moment, there, there's nothing wrong with taking psychedelics. It's fucking Not blast! Us, yeah, I look forward to it. <laughs> you know, but we also have gone to show sober, like you said. And had amazing experiences. Yeah, it's not it's not a requirement for the ride. Yeah, it's you don't have to be this high to <laughs> ride. You know what yeah. I mean? But I think I know for myself for a long time, I thought it was. I really did. I I felt like I couldn't find that place without psychedelics, mm-hmm. and it has been since moving here that going to show sober out of necessity, (laughs) you know, I just simply can't do it this week that I was like, Oh, it's for me. And I'm just talking for Aaron. I don't know about anybody else. I'm perplexed. I'm sitting here trying to think what shows we didn't go high to. I know. I've been to a lot of shows sober. You guys A lot. I mean, a a few (laughs) couple. I know for me that, what is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. When I leave a show that I went to sober, part of me feels like I missed something. Even if I had that experience, still, part of me is like, yeah, imagine how it would have yeah, been. Yeah, but do you yeah. know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's and I, uh, to be honest, I, I stopped, uh, I, you know, I stopped doing psychedelics because I loved them. <laughs> I could do them all the time. In fact, <laughs> I, when I first, I was in my mid twenties, you know, the first time I took a trip and I thought, oh, that's a damn good thing. I didn't do this when I was a teenager. Cause my life, cause I would have took a completely alternate reality. Cause I <laughs> loved it. It was, yeah. So I just kind of had to, but you, Pick and choose became life. a mom yeah. and life happened and self-regulate just, yeah with yeah. what meaning to or not it just happens yeah. yeah yeah and i think that we've come across there's casualties mm-hmm. it's it's not without its danger mm-hmm. you know there is no there's no guarantee and it takes something out of you it gives you stuff obviously but it also take something to and I think it's just an important reminder for everybody out there like there's no pressure there's no pressure when you're when you're parking at the on the lot for you to do anything you don't feel like doing man just go for it either way 
And whatever way you end up doing it is how it was supposed to be in the end. And it's cool, man. And if you're uh, one of those people like me that, you know, even when you've had the experience sober and you still want to go back, then go back. Don't give yourself fucking a hard time about yeah, it. Absolutely. Do your thing. Yeah. Trust your gut. Yeah. Like if you don't feel like it's going to be a good time doing something, maybe don't do it. Probably not going to be a good yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, so going back to what you said, it's the story you tell yourself. Yep. You know, I'm going to have a great time. It doesn't matter what's going down. I'm here to see a good show. I'm here to cut a rug. I'm here yeah. to burn some calories. I'm here to sweat. I'm here, you know, I'm yeah. here to catch those butterflies <laughs> throw that music back it's you know that's kind of what it's about it's i don't think concerts initially the the draw initially to concerts period ever was not drugs it was the music mm-hmm. yeah that's mm-hmm. what what yeah. created the draw so the music will always be the draw and that music yeah. can do the same thing when you're laying down with your headphones oh on, gosh. or it can take yeah. you right there to that place where you were super high in '89. Yeah, you don't have to be high to cry to a can, song, you know. No. That's the beauty of bootlegs and yeah. and all the streaming that we have now. <laughs> it's it's like a it's like an imprint. It, it's not like it's an imprint. It's just it, it's an imprint on your consciousness when you yeah. when you go to a show and you have that experience. And then you listen back to that same show. I don't care if it's 20 years later, you refeel the feeling. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's weird. It's uh, a weird thing. I used to get this really attachment too to songs where those, where you had those experiences mm. that you, that sort of left that and that you keep wanting that. And so you go into it, so you start to hear it, you know, and it's like, oh, yeah, that sugar mag, yeah, that's going to be that sugar mag. <laughs> and you, like, stop letting it be what it is in the moment, you know, where I would start to, like, be the, be somewhere else and not where I was. Yeah. And then you're I in the, me- you're in like, the memory, yeah. not in the now. Exactly, yeah. Wow. And not in the, like okay, this is a brand new sugar mat, you know, like, let's see what this one's going. I get and that. I do that mad. fire on the mountains mine. And when I hear that, that it takes me in the, but you got to remember, don't leave. Okay. I see what you're saying. <laughs> don't leave. Don't leave here. This yeah. is 2020. You're at the gorge watching this. This one's don't not go, as good as the 89. Go <laughs> forum, man. Yeah, I feel yeah. like that's the same, but like opposite thing that you talked about. You used to do like, you would be in the moment and then think about you can't wait till the next oh yeah show. it's like the the inverse totally I, yeah, I, you're, you're already getting I was bummed. I was bummed during the second set of every show I was at because the so the show was almost over and I was already looking forward to the next show yeah before this show was fucking show. over exactly yeah like a fucking fat kid with candy. Like, <laughs> he's almost gone. <laughs> oh my God. I just, <laughs> now I'm going to starve. Yeah. Sorry. I don't wow. mean to shame anybody out the there. The beauty is, uh, though, that those shows are still there and you get to, you get to relive oh, yeah. them. Aside from the cassette tape, I still have a big, huge box of cassette tapes of all the, you know, all the shows on cassette. <laughs> Yeah, who has that anymore? A lot of people, yes. Yeah, lots of people. Actually, we one of one of our sponsors. Yeah, they yeah. they they actually send a cassette bootleg with if you order a shirt from them. Yeah, shoptourbus. Shop Shout out they, shoptourbus. They send you a, They send you a, a bootleg. A bootleg. Yeah, there you go. 
and they uh, send you and, and a pencil to spool it. And, and a lot they of they have the whole thing. It, it, it's pretty cool. And a they, lot of them come from people donating them. Most yeah. of most of them. Oh most of them come from people that know oh, about them that send in boxes of tapes to for them to pass on. Well, that's other. a good thing to know. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I love how, you know, they they never fit quite on the thing, so there was always, like, a filler. So that was my friend that always gave me the tapes. I always loved what he would fill it in with, you know, on the one side, you know, the fillers, because it was, like, you know, really directed, you know. he like what? Yeah. What, like, just weird shit. Like weir- just, yeah, like weird songs. I, yeah. I, come, I come from the CD age. I don't know anything oh, about yeah. this. So, like, <laughs> you've got, uh, like, set one is on one tape and yeah. set two is on the other tape because they're not going to both fit on a tape. Yeah, yeah. And so then you're going to have this whole blank spot at the end of because oh, it's not okay, enough to well, fill a whole. minutes left okay. over. So, you, so it's your little filler. So you, you get your set one and then it's like filler. Like, and what's the filler? You know, it's like what? And tapers you... always took great pleasure in adding something. I have two in my car right now. That one that, that we don't. We don't we know asked, what it we is. Asked, we call our buddy Luke, Luke. We asked him. He's like, dude, I didn't make that tape. I don't know. And we don't know what it is this day. It's some it's weird some, fucking psychedelic, like, cat, almost like cat, Wolfman oh, that's great. Like Captain like Beefheart or something. Yeah, like, it's, it's, yeah. it's jamming, and yeah. it's right between set one and two. It's the analog version of an Easter egg writer. Okay. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah, you right. go I saw Ryder just go, got it. There you go, young man. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> hey, you can relate it to video games? I can understand. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's amazing to see what's happened with the music scene in the past five years since Fare Thee Well, this amazing thing has really, there's been a groundswell. And if I'm not mistaken, when we talked the last time, you had said that you just started like delving into all the new music, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So were you one of those that was like regimented, strictly grateful dead and nothing else well uh mostly grateful for me personally grateful dead but as we were talking before my husband is huge beatles and uh rolling stones and so there's always that and there's all the you know the other just bob dylan and johnny cash you know just all the stuff that was kind of there but when it really came to it it was really all about the dead and now, like, anymore, like, I play not a lot of Dead, just because maybe I've done that, and I'm just excited about a lot of bluegrass, a lot of the, like, um, galactic, I love, I love, like, fruition, a lot of the stuff I saw at String Summit, um, the Banshee Tree, like, oh stuff like gosh. that, like, I wouldn't have never, like, yeah, like, just picked that, oh, man. What did it? I could I think just listening to it, and I was just open, just open, and oh, I was yeah. like, "Wow, it was this time. is great!" Yeah, oh, I yeah. was just yeah, wide open, and it's just one of those, those live experiences like that. We walked yeah. we walked away from Northwest String Summit, loving everybody that played. There yeah. wasn't a band there that was like, "Oh, what are they doing here?" They were all amazing. It was I a think- beautiful time environment. Everybody was beautiful. <laughs> like it just the tree. Everything was beautiful. The artwork, like. I the my eyeballs mu- must have been like took up half my face. I felt like a Bratz doll, you know, like walking around like holy shit. Like this Saturday, is life like right Saturday now. Saturday night, you said we also it was like being at prom. It was like summer camp and prom, and everybody was like a high schooler again and running around. Saturday crazy. night at String Summit was my favorite night in my whole life ever. Yeah, uh, there's nothing. That's, the bee, the bees. She's not. 
Melanie is not a person to favorite. <laughs> I don't ever, no. ever. I don't do. She favorites. doesn't. I'm still she's not to hear that. She's not a, a fan of anything. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, no, she's she's never she. She's like not one of those girl, people like, that's going to fan fangirl out on something. She would. I, I'm not even sure I know your favorite color, like uh, green. But no, okay. <laughs> See? Okay, nice See? He just Case threw something and green. point. I, I, she's not that kind of person. So for her to say that that was her favorite night of her life, like if I said that, yeah, whatever. Okay, you've had a million favorite nights of your life, Aaron. Right now is your favorite night of your life. But for her to say that is a huge deal, and it means that she means it. Mm-hmm. It just and it was. We were all there. It was amazing. You know, there's like perfect moments in life when like your kids are fed, they're in bed, <laughs> they had like a great day. You and your husband just had a fantastic day. You're feeling good about yourself. You lost those extra few pounds that were bothering you. Mm-hmm. Like everything is right. You know, the weather go- and. String Summit was that. It was everything was right. My mood was right. My clothing was right. My outlook was right. Everything was right. And we were doing this amazing thing. Like we were there for a great reason. Mm -hmm. And it was the whole entire night was synchronicity. There wasn't a synchronicity in the night. The night was synchronicity. And so it was like... I, I can't erase that. I cannot erase that in my head. So I like I told Aaron, I was like, I don't care who's playing at Northwest String Summit. I just I wanna be there. Like it doesn't matter. I know whoever there's whoever's there is gonna be great. And it's not to relive that night. It's like I now that I went, I wanna be even more present. Cause the first time I went, I was like, ooh, ah, ah. <laughs> you know, like I was so shocked by everything. So now I'm like, oh, this yeah. is where I get that to go. That was your first time too, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And I feel the same way. That's how I feel about all festivals. That's why, like, you know, what I want to do is be at festivals and be there to be that, like, hey, let me show you. Let me show you mm-hmm. how to do this. How to do this and take it home with you yeah. and do it every day. Little movement workshops. Did you do any of the stone balancing in the creek? No, I, I did the yoga, but I did not do the stone balancing. Yeah. What I, I saw, didn't, I, I, didn't I didn't really get away by myself too much. So we were that's, working yeah, because we time. were working. Yeah. We had a, a schedule, but um, yeah, I did. I got away for a little bit, but yeah, it was, it was kind of hard. <laughs> it, it <laughs> yeah, was, you did. On that little stage. Uh, oh, oh my yeah. magic. Yeah. Pure magic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was so fun. Well, like when we saw that. you, you yeah. got all those all those kids were coming over. Dad, they were watching you too. And next thing you oh, know, yeah. there was like three the little Piper. girls that were like trying to mimic you almost, <laughs> but then started doing their own thing once they started moving. It was like, <laughs> oh my gosh! So you I, I, you had talked to me about Firefly. Yeah. Is that, what what is that? So um, Firefly is sort of the the little path story whatever I don't know how you want to how the, how it came to be to me was in my path of sort of walking through all of finding myself really seeing myself healing doing a whole bunch of stuff and coming to that point where it's like a firefly I think fireflies are magical you know they light up and fly <laughs> I've never yeah, seen you one have in now real life. you right oh there. my gosh well, yes but in the actual firefly <laughs> 
Oh my God. It's so never, I had never, never seen a firefly till I was 30. I moved to Ohio when I was 30 and that, and yeah, totally. <laughs> and I, and I was like, Oh my God, look at that. And I was freaking out. People were like, what is wrong with that lady? She's they like, seem like little fairies. Like, oh, there's a, there's these places where in the dark, in the woods where you, they're just everywhere and they're flying around lit up and it's like a light show. A wow. magical light show of fireflies. I've ne- I, I, I have that in my head. And so I see that as the world, you know, as us in the world. And mm. I want more fireflies in Hell the yeah. world. I want to. So the, the, the light of a firefly comes from here, you know, from inside, from being who you are. When you do that, when you stand, I call it standing in your truth mm-hmm. in that moment of source of knowing and seeing yourself and being that, that's where the light comes from. Mm-hmm. And the wings are love. When your actions are fueled by love, you have wings and you can do anything and you can fly and everything is possible. And that's just it. And so then I wrote a little story about how you became a firefly and it just kind of came from me and then it, ha- it was this path and the more I delved into the path the more I was like wow and the more I look at it now and I look at other sort of things that people have done um the four agreements mm-hmm. is one that is absolutely aligned you know it's like sort of like the same thing mm-hmm. uh, it's you stand in your truth you show up you be the storyteller of your life of each moment. You let love lead the way and you dance with life, with what it brings you because wherever you are is where you are. And so you dance and you nourish yourself and you find sanctuary and that's the f- life of, you know, and so then you're always in a constant flow of what that is. You know, sometimes the storytelling is hard for some people. Sometimes it's the showing up that's hard for people. Everywhere we, and the, but it's a, it's sort of a language and a framework you can look at that to say, how do I do that? How, how you know, how do I live as a firefly? Hell yeah! Wow. <laughs> so the, the thought, I feel that. Yeah, hell yeah! I <laughs> totally feel that. So the thought is to bring that to the festival culture. Yes. Yeah. In the form of. In the form of workshops, in the forms of showing sort up, of showing <laughs> up, yeah, yeah. Because you did yeah. that. You said that you heard it. I'm sure you saw it, and we're here because you literally somebody came. To I you. saw the light. It, yeah, you yeah. beamed your yeah. internal <laughs> beam. Yeah. You literally showed up and did lived your truth, and was recognized, and now is warming another campfire you know this is a beautiful story and well done firefly thank you thank you well done yeah yeah Yeah, i mean ideally what i would love um what i see as a um the right you know the right thing is in a four-day festival like i do a morning piece and you know you kind of walk through those things and there's things that then that you walk through in that morning piece and there's movement in that and that you talk about, all right, how am I going to get the most out of this day? And it's just that intention going into it. If you think about all the people that are there, it's the gathering and the more we can gather in love, 
and show up as ourselves, the more magical it gets for everyone. And so that every day that's, I'm just like the guide, you know? And my, the, my thought Wait a minute. is, you like, said, just like, <laughs> you are the guy. It's yeah, your job. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. On the mountain yeah. and in life. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And you know, and I call it the meadow. The meadow is where you, uh, part of the book that I wrote is like this legend of a little, of a girl that becomes a firefly. And she stands in the meadow and takes flight as a human and lights up the sky. And so it's that the meadow is that this symbolic sort of coming into the meadow is when you really take off and fly. That's when the chrysalis opens. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, join me in the meadow. Come to the, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's also a going to. And it's also. It's a journey to a a place. Yes. To the meadow. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's kind of what I want to do and that you would do that every day and just be that and that it would build and hopefully, yeah, like on day four, we're all in meadow. That's my, that oh, would yeah. be my, my goal, you know, on day four, you've you just look got out, like you a see fest- everybody, you see a thousand people just Woo! doing um, their just thing, lit, lit up, up yeah, and not yeah. giving a crap about yeah. what anybody thinks yeah. or, yeah. Yeah. and then show them how to bring it home and then show them how to bring it home and how to do it every day. So. I, th- I think yeah. it was when we were at Dark Star the other night, afterward, laying in bed, coming down. I was thinking about the experience and and how f- how much magic is in the room because everybody's elevated in one way or another, either whatever. Yeah. And so there's it's this concentrated center of magic that's happening and. A festival is days worth because nobody's going home, mm-hmm. right? And so the thought that was in my head was a lump of clay at the beginning of the show. And if you're not conscious of what you're creating while it's happening, you're still touching it. And and even if the, the, the thought isn't fully formed, you're still like, poking eye holes and and maybe making a mouth and and if you're not paying attention at the end of the show you're going to have a half formed lump of clay and you'll still have made something it's still beautiful you did it it's amazing it was just raw material before and now it's something from nothing and you're rad and that's cool but how much more could it have been had you been fucking paying attention the whole time and been molding that thing. Well, it's leveling up. And been shaping it and creating it as you were going. And then I thought, you've been to how many shows? <laughs> and you have this whole collection of half-formed dolls in your room that you need to smash back together and make one big thing out of it. you know. And that's what I see with what you're talking about, is helping people to focus so that they can build something Mm -hmm. that's beautiful that they can take with them when they go and it's not half formed and they don't forget what they were trying to make two days later. (laughs) You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. That it doesn't become something that you just think I was making a coffee cup (laughs) or an ashtray. I don't know. It's kind of a bowl. I don't know. Yeah. I am. Oh, I love you, dude. (laughs) Me too, man. (laughs) I was just listening to you. I was like, oh, man, it's just so nice. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. It's really fucking important, man. 
we talk it we were just talking about how there's like this groundswell right mm -hmm. and all these i don't remember all these festivals no. there sure seems to be a lot of fucking festivals like i'm no i'm great with it i'm stoked that it's happening it just there's a lot so there's a, a ton of potential out there and even if we never had this conversation and you never had your firefly experience mm -hmm. and none of this ever occurs all those festivals are going to happen and beautiful stuff is going to come out of each and every one of them mm -hmm. there's going to be magic happening all over the country all over the world that's rad but how much more could we do if we were paying attention mm -hmm. is all i'm saying yeah. like and it's been on our minds a lot. And I think that's part of the synchronicity of meeting you and meeting our friend Jake. Well, yeah, he has his announcement, so we don't want to talk about it. But no. this, it, everything we're talking about is everything that's been on his mind, elevating the festival experience and using the opportunity of all that power mm -hmm. and... Um, good spirits people are in good spirits they're bringing their good spirits they're elevating the experience with like oh my god i didn't know they were gonna play this you know and so it, it they're using all of th this m energy what could we do with it so much let's do and so i know he talked about earth dance i'd never been to earth dance um hmm. this is in the early 2000s early to mid 2000s and um jake's like it's 2003 yeah i know he would be he would he would know the exact year and the exact month but yeah like th that festival was doing things back then um elevating it bringing in councils and people from Elder all, elders and and people from all over the world to and all different genres like truly to create something intentional and beautiful and people still remember it to this day and so that can be an opportunity not just in uh festivals but in everyday life and thanks for the reminder and thanks for saying it because that is we all need to hear that yeah you can actually be yourself all the time oh what, what? <laughs> i can i don't have to be this like subdued version of myself oh yeah so yeah thanks for that reminder it's it's great to hear from another bright soul out there you know <laughs> yeah it's it's a trip to see everything that's going on and 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 realize that there's so much happening like the music all by itself is this whole magical land that's <laughs> this tapestry of sound and frequency and beauty and color and shape and whatever and then there's the human part of it that's happening. And it's really been impressed on us from doing this podcast, what that community means. It's really fucking important, man. Mm -hmm. Community is, that's not something that I grew up valuing community. Mm -hmm. it, it just wasn't like, yeah, my neighborhood, my community, no, this is mine. No, I never felt ownership of a community or uh, inclusion in a community. And 
in finding the dead, I found my people that thought like I did. And so that became my community. But even at that point, it wasn't of value to me. It, it, I, hate, I hate using trite words, but it wasn't sacred mm. to myself. And after starting No Simple Road and, and seeing that just talking can affect somebody, it really impressed upon us the value of community. Just just this morning, God, I, I wish I'm. You know what? I'm gonna mm-hmm. ramble here for a second because I'm looking something up. Just this morning, I got a <clears throat> direct message from somebody, and damn it, I wish I could remember who it was. <laughs> who it well, was. And, well, Hang we're on, waiting ha- for that. Like that's why I will always be thankful for. Like as much bad things that can come out of the internet i will always be thankful for the internet because i grew up with it and i same like i didn't have a community in my neighborhood or my city that i belonged to or could take ownership of but i always did like online like i always had a group of people that i could talk to or commune with so here's the thing so i got a dm this morning from midwest wanderer on on instagram and uh it, it wasn't anything profound. It was, it was silly. I posted a picture of jamming on tie-dyed bears, tie-dyed bears, and the one in the top right looks like it's on acid. And he just wrote, the top right's lost in the sauce. <laughs> and I'd never heard that expression before. I thought it was fucking hilarious. And I was outside at 6 o'clock in the morning in the dark laughing by myself at lost in the sauce. Thought that was great. So we started corresponding back and forth. And... He said, uh, um, well, I bet you've been there a few times. And I shot back and I was like, been there so long, I've got to call in at home. And after we were done with our little joking around back and forth, Grateful Dead lyric talk, it really struck me. I was like, holy shit. Like, there's somebody, I don't even know what he looks like. I've never met him. But we just had an inside joke conversation between the two of us. We've never met. Mm-hmm. Like family. Mm-hmm. We understand something about each other on a level that n- not a lot of people will understand. And have a connection because of that experience. And when I see him at a show, it's going to be like seeing my long lost friend that I haven't seen in 10 years. I know that. Mm -hmm. And that's how, how, how it is. And so it impressed upon me that, that community is so vital. And that's the thing that's connecting us like mycelium out into the world to each other. It's not the, the grateful dead and it's not so much the music. It's the experience of it of what has happened to us, by us, for us, around us, with us, through it. You know what I'm saying? And when we meet somebody that we haven't ever met before, we understand each other instantly on a really weird fucking trippy level. That's that human part of it. Yeah. That's what I love what you said earlier. That reminds like, like I remember Northwestern Summit, one of my favorite times was 
the date when there isn't much music going on Saturday and especially Sunday morning when everybody has been there for four days. I never like walking to the vendor thing back to camp. I just remember walking by at that point. I knew it walked by and like low five and high five and people walking down there with no words. spoken. there's no longer really any communication needed Verbal. verbally. It's looks and high fives and you know, like that just the whole time, like everybody is so in sync and the community is like, so one, like the hive is strong. Everybody's going on. Somebody walked by and just handed me like part of their churro or so just like, oh everybody's just it gets that point where everybody's just sharing and they're paying attention to each other and they know what they need and what others need that part of it that's where that's where it'd be awesome if like we we said that when we were there on the fourth that it's like we could just put a wall around this and make this our community like the village but it already is. is where we live and it but it is yeah it is there or you make every le- everyday life just like that. Yeah. You don't need the wall. <laughs> yeah. Right? The, well, like, the prob- and, and that's the, the deal problem. with that where you, you start to get where you can you can be in that same sort of groove with people that you don't agree with. Uh, yeah. That's what right? I was just going to say. The yeah. hard part is what? that is coming half to assimilate back to if everybody had just been at Northwest String Summit and then went back out, and then it then it would it would stay. But that's the and be it would the be change. that hard. Yeah, and be it the would change you want to see. And it would and one that would take the work out of it too, which would take the value out of it in a way too. You got to come back and you got to teach others and give that love to others and stuff. But there's that's the hard part that I'm still working on is not letting those, because some, some days they do get to you. Some days you do get pulled out of that, mm-hmm. and it, it's tough trying to find how to keep that going. That's why we go back. That's why we go back. Yeah, that's and, he, and that's why we always talk about it. It's like, oh, man, I, I just felt like I, got, I charged my batteries. You know, I went and plugged my phone in for the whole night. Now I'm at 100% again instead of fucking 7 Seven percent ain't giving me much. My phone's almost dead. No, your Wi-Fi signal sucks at 7%. <laughs> I... I really feel like it's I, I we said this when Jake was on and and we had our own talk about all this but I really feel like the the community and the magic of it is super important to the world right now. Mm-hmm. It could seem really silly and trite from the outside mundane viewpoint perspective. Bunch of fucking dirty hippies shitting in porta potties, eating carnival food mm-hmm. on acid for four days. Okay, but underneath the hood of that thing is something so fucking powerful. And it's, I remember Mel and I used to have discussions. She's like, "We already did that. Why do you want to keep going back?" Well, I think now that there's more distance between that, I what I really meant to say was, "What else?" Let's do something with it instead of saying we already did that. Like I already did go and get loaded and go to the show. Now let's do something with it. Mm -hmm. And that's what I could never really get out because I just, for whatever reason, didn't understand it that way. I didn't, I couldn't vocalize it, but it was a source of frustration. Like, okay, I like I'm getting these amazing downloads. I'm writing feverishly in my journal. I am dancing the shit out of these shoes tonight. <laughs> like there's something happening. Oh, I need to do something with this. There like I know I'm I, I know I got the goods. Like I know that if people around me 
I can make them dance. I know if I'm close enough or not even that close enough to the band, if I want to hear something or do something, I know I can make it happen. I know these things now. Now what? Now it's not, okay, I don't want to play. I want to build. I want to do. I want to create. I want to, you know, travel. Like, and it's uh, funny. In that. It's funny that what happened is this. This is what happened out of that. Right? Like, out of that whole thing it wasn't it we didn't ever sit down and go let's start a podcast all of us together and we're gonna call it no simple road and it's gonna be this go it was just it kind of was like like you know when you're tripping and you're almost falling but you don't quite fall down and then you catch yourself (laughs) that that's no simple road in the beginning like oh oh, hey all right you know like it's totally how it was that's the thing like let's do something with it okay it was not glamorous no one and what shit one it still isn't glamorous mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, yeah it's still because you don't ever once you think you perfected it then you give up on learning no so glamorous is fun <laughs> we know Ryder. you're okay, you're, you're beautiful good you're we, blameless remember yeah. blame Ryder's blameless too sexy for your hair <laughs> oh it left oh. Oh, ouch hey, bald is glamorous that's right all you pe- bald people out there <laughs> The, the glow. He's a firefly. I am a firefly. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow, man. I think if you're not ready. There's to, a lot to digest in this. If you're not ready to go discussion. to a festival now, I don't know what to tell you, man. I, you're going to have to I listen mean, to this a few I mean, times to, to get all the jam-packed information that we gave. So. Jam. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say I did it on purpose. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say, Mel? I was going to say... Um, I don't remember. You may, ha- you may have to listen to this a couple of times. Is that what you're going to say? No, oh. but I she think just saying there's a lot to digest. There is a yeah. lot to digest here. Um, gosh, I, there, I, it was something, but I am really looking forward to having this conversation again in like September, like yeah. after some festival. Yeah. What's oh. like October? What's like Hangtown is like, what's the, Hangtown yeah, that's is a, the final is in October. Yeah. Is that early October? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see, and see what, what happened, we, what we've done. Mm. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Cause How it's, cause I, 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 I can tell you I'm, I'm, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm going to be there. Yes. <laughs> Kate, and, hey oh, Karen. Yeah. So are we. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, man. Yeah, and together, yeah, it's just that, I, we, you know, you and I have talked about that. About yeah, It's funny, when you said that about community, I never thought that before, but I think I felt the same way, that I had family, and I had a big family, so it was always family. Mm-hmm. And other than that, uh, you know, and you had community, same. you had church, or whatever, but I didn't, but for me, it didn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really important. And we, and I was, I moved a lot and I'm very independent. So it was kind of like, you don't ever really have that, like where I need, you know, the, that same group of people until I found the dead. And it was like, wow, I felt like I was home. It was really powerful, but it wasn't until just re- and recently until maybe you just saying that, that recognition of, wow, this is community that's important to me important to me enough where I really want to be my true self in the community, which is, which is an elder, which is an elder to stand up Mm -hmm. and say, Hey, 
let's do it this way. You know, or yeah. you know, we can do so much with this because it is so powerful, so powerful. Last year, when I went to the gorge, I was driving there and I was thinking about like the gorge is this out in the middle of nowhere kind of place, and all these people are gathering in the middle and of wow. Nowhere. If we can. In- if we can start this in this intention of like sending people into this gathering in this, Hey, think about yourself on the land in the, in the, you know, how you're traveling there, that you're a part of this, that we get that and you, and you just kind of feed the energy and, and work on the positive and have everybody show up. Wow. What can happen, you know, in the course of two days at the gorge or at a, music festival with just a little guidance and a little intention because you need that you know we need you to have someone you know yeah and and you know what if you're if you just want to go hang out and party cool yeah that's absolutely. cool well, about the, it, and man. the thing about like that if you just want to go and party the thing i love about like these festivals the gorge the day you go one of my favorite things is seen with all of this is like the the pure love where else can you go where to a four-day thing and kids are running around freely by themselves? They're safe. Everybody's watching out for them. In this day and age, you can't let your kid run down the block without worrying about them. <laughs> but you can go to a place where for four days they can run around hoarding and tied out and everybody's got their back. There's a place for them to play. There's friends. I mean, that speaks volumes to me. Every time I see these kids and you see the look in some of these kids, eyes talk about fucking fireflies these kids as they grow up and get older i think jason and audrey's kids are gonna are gonna be just amazing they're gonna change the world yeah absolutely you see it and yeah and if you don't know what if you don't have an idea of what we're talking about when we talk about community just a a small example not small but an example of what i'm talking about is uh sam and Luke Zipaki. Oh my gosh, those two so sweet brothers. These guys were just n- n- Instagram handles to me. They were just names and <clears throat> disparate photographs in profiles of people I didn't know that followed No Simple Road. We shared some DMs and then we met at a show. I felt like I knew those guys my whole life, like they were brothers that I hadn't seen like a deep connection with them. And Mel will tell you, that's weird for me. Like in the past, I was very not that way with people like keeping in touch. I'm not that I was not that guy keeping in touch with people, Mm -mm. (laughs) but a really deep connection. And so that's what community is. It's recognizing yourself in the other people that aren't you out there. And mm. because you love yourself, you love them. And now sometimes you- they can bring out something that you didn't even know that you loved about yourself. Like you see something in somebody and it's amazing. And you're like, Oh my, like that's why it's deep. Cause you feel it inside mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, Oh, you see it. It's like, <gasps> it, it creates something in you. And so when you feel, feel that with somebody that's like and it's not a, it, it's not a thing 
like a connection out in the world where it would be a business connection where it's like, oh, we could do stuff for each other and that'll be a beneficial relationship. <laughs> right. right? Benefit off yeah, each it'll, other. it'll be good. This yeah. is a good, it isn't, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about like, wow, I just want to be around these people because I feel good when I see them. That's it. That's it. That's yeah. community right there. I want to be around these people because I feel good when I see them. And you know what? These people are bringing out the best in me. And I want to do the same thing for them. And you know what? We all kind of like the same thing. And we all kind of smell the same. And we all kind of look the <laughs> mm-hmm. same. And we're all, But not even that. Like it, It's beyond looking and, and all that. It's the inside part. That it's yeah, maybe f- look the same on the feel inside. The same. Look the know? same, feel the same on the inside. And, yeah. and so that's what community is that at least for me and that's what i, I think like, is important i like the i want to like community is wanting to be around people because they make you feel good mm-hmm. yeah that's a good i think about when i pulled into the parking lot at skull and roses i instantly like i feel great mm-hmm. oh <laughs> i want to talk to everybody i want to talk to every single person i see all day for the rest of the time i'm here like same thing as string summit and it's because that's my community i feel good around those people i i enjoy their company and yeah there's bad apples in every fucking bunch man whatever dude but you don't have to call me out on this i'm right here you can just say it but it sure seems to me that those aren't the people that have been attracted to this family or the No Simple Road family or the community. Or to, or to those type of events. Mm-mm. They don't make it. They don't or last. If they do, they don't, they're not there three, four days. Built to last. <clears throat> and you see those. We saw a few of those. <laughs> yeah. Those people that you didn't see Saturday, you know, that were so drunk like Friday night. And it's like, ooh. Yeah, I'm sorry, oh. man. Wish you, wish you, wish you were going to be here on Try Sunday. again next year. Do, do a little prep before. And <laughs> yeah. You might get something out of it. Colon cleanse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was someone, uh, I think it was like Friday night at String Summit in, in the campground. And, you know, this dude was streaking through the thing. And my Let's husband just kind of like, quad. was like shaking his head. He's like, dude, it's seven o'clock. Your night's done. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, you're like, already like, streaking. If you're streaking at seven, seven o'clock, if you're streaking. That's how he's starting the day. Nowhere to go but up from there. <laughs> Yikes. No, well, you've already shown your goods go at 7 a.m. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, Karen, thank you for a beautiful conversation. Thank you for thank coming you. over. Yeah. Yes. It's so nice to have someone physically here to do this. Yeah. yeah. Most yeah. of our things are over the phone. Yeah. So yeah. We, yeah that, we're not looking really at the person in the eye and yeah. feeling what they're saying, too. So. And if, so, Karen, do you have plans to do anything festival wise this year like as far as yeah, being where involved, are you headed um in any of them yeah so i am um i've got some things working um and hopefully that's that'll be the case and i am going to be at um skull and roses yeah. awesome um and and i'm gonna volunteer yeah, at, um, at school and at school and roses. Oh, you're gonna have so much fun! And uh, I'd love to. I you know I'd love to have talked them into something, but I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna show up. 
<laughs> yep. That's, yep. A, that's yeah. the biggest part of it yeah. is showing up yeah. there and then it will happen. Yeah. Are you your husband I'm, coming? Or? He, no. No, he's, he's not, not coming. Okay. The volunteers were some of my favorite people I had interactions with. That's Colin Roses. Yeah. The people that let you park, the people that oh, yeah. make sure you're yeah, going through the right. right? Totally. It's and then part when you, of the whole thing. Yeah. You see the same face and that same smiling mm-hmm. face that mm-hmm. you're like, oh, thanks, man. Just go over and give him a hug or I've got this, you know, like bar. Do you want yeah. it? It's hot out, whatever. Oh, Those yeah, are my favorite. Yeah. Yeah it, yeah. it was nice. Yeah. And uh Hogs Farm. Um Dang. that's that's still I'm I'm hoping I'm okay. hoping to hear good things from that. To really do yeah, to do that. Right to do on. the the Firefly experience at uh there, but I'll be there and where else am I going? String, String Summit. Summit. I'm going so it to, sounds like I'm we're following each other. We're going to be at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys are going on tour. <laughs> oh, you said you're, you're going yeah. to Lockin? And Lockin. Um, yeah. And hoping to do Summer Meltdown. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Kick ass. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. 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 My husband is uh, is uh, kind of shaking his head. <laughs> but we... We got this. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll have to talk to you more about re-evolution, too. So. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah we we're we're going to... There's no announcements yet. No, we're, I know. We're, we're I putting these together, right, though? Are we putting... This is all foreshadowing. Yeah. Yeah, we know. Hypothetically. We're the ones that know what's going on yeah. here. <laughs> so... Thank you. All you guys out yeah. there, come hang out with Karen mm-hmm. and No Simple Road at Skull and Roses. Go get your tickets at skullandroses.com. Or go to nosimpleroad.com and scroll down just a tiny bit under the fold, and there's a ticketing link over there. And be a firefly. And be yeah. a firefly. Be a firefly. Wow. Beam I'm, from the inside. Right? Yeah. And take care of your community, man, because it's the only one we got, and we are pretty rad, this yeah. community. You guys well, are awesome. And then we can expand that community I, to yeah, include was, the world. I think, you know, I think like, I think like, that's what we learned today. Yeah, was, like the bringing it out of the festival that's, is, is, right, that's is what I was gonna opening say earlier. your community to these people that we interact with every day, but then also everyone everywhere. Bring yeah. the festival with you earlier. Yeah. That's what I was going to yep. say. Bring the f- yeah, bring the festival with you everywhere you go. Everywhere. Everywhere. All right. Everywhere. We are. So we're, we're, we're everywhere. We are the people. <laughs> no, the children. No. We are the children. No, we are the, but I was but thinking about that. that Do you remember how we are the, wor- we are the world, how impactful that was when all those huge stars got together and did that amazing song and everybody got apart like that? I remember I was young. I was young when that came out and it was a huge freaking deal. It was a big yeah. deal. Right around that, not too long after that is when they did the hands across America. Mm-hmm. You remember that yeah. where they had oh, like that. the link of hands across America? They, the, well, yeah. That was when I was alive. Well, they, it was probably continuation. Okay, yeah, they must have but done it. wasn't the first it, one, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... Uh, you guys know all the stuff by now. I'm follow us on Instagram yeah. at No Simple Road and go, go check to us out on Reddit. Yeah, No Facebook, Simple Facebook, Discord yep. server, Patreon.com Patreon. forward slash No Simple Road. Hey, go on our No Simple Road, <laughs> hit that merch tab, check out the merch. Hey, yep. Hey, all you guys out there, check it out. Hey, listeners, I want to tell you about the April May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. It features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, 
our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. Eight episodes a month, man. Eight. Not four. <laughs> Eight. Eight. We doubled down for Eight. 2020 for you all. So check it out. Patreon.com forward slash No Simple Road. That's how we pay for this thing. It costs money. It costs money, time, talent, and creativity to do No Simple Road. We're doing our part. So help us out, man. Buck a month. It's not a big deal. All right? That's how. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. That was a please lot to say. It. It's not all. It. It's a lot. Pretty, pretty please. We love with you. With a cherry on top. There we you love go. you guys. Thanks Smile for... at a stranger. <laughs> Forgiveness. Yeah. Hug one another. Hydrate. Safety third. Shine. <laughs> Shine be a, on. Be a fireball. <laughs> But it's a tad bit of strange similarities that feed an A equal A complex. The fears of your past do not equal the perplexities of the current road. Well, hey friends, my name is Zach Lupiton. You may know me from the band Dust Bowl Revival, but I also host a music discovery podcast called The Show on the Road. For the last five seasons, I've been able to dive deep and have intimate chats with folks like the Lumineers, Andy DeFranco, Wolfpack, Keb Moe, Lake Street Dive, Bela Fleck, and more. So guess what? After 150 conversations with some of my favorite songwriters from around the world, we are bringing brand new episodes to the Osiris Network. New interviews and intimate acoustic performances will be coming at you this summer. And which episodes are coming next, you ask? I am Zach Goody, the lead singer for the band Smash Mouth. Our band is called Milky Chance. We are based in Berlin. My name is David Shaw. I sing and write songs with my band, The Revivalists. Trust me, these conversations go some wild places. So subscribe to the show on the road on Osiris, and we'll see you soon. Again.